Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast coming to you live on an early Thursday morning. It's after midnight. Uh, They still may be asking the players questions. I don't know. I just... After a while, man, I just I had to I had to duck off, man. I had to duck off. I had to do my podcast. I had to come do what I do, man. But where do we begin? <laughs> where do we begin? Uh, tonight was a night, man. Uh, the first game of the Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, the Hawks go into Minnesota. I mean Minnesota. The Hawks go into Milwaukee. And get a dub. <laughs> Walking out with a dub. Uh, another s- superb performance by Trey Young. Uh, you got to tip your cat to John Callens, uh, Clint Capella. All those guys really, uh, even though Trey Young had uh, almost dropped 50 on them, um, I really thought the Hawks showed a good team effort, you know? Um, yeah, man, it, it was just, it was a lot, man. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And I did a preview show today, and I, I guess I'll talk about this maybe a little bit later on when we talk takeaways. But I did a preview show this afternoon. If you follow us on YouTube or on Twitter, go back and check that out. Go back and check that out. And you guys know me, and y'all know I love it when I'm right. <laughs> you know I love it when I'm right. But I said, because of the style that the Bucks play, the Hawks are always going to be in the game. 
I said, because of the style they play, the Hawks are always going to begin the game. Because even when Milwaukee is up, they're going to shoot a bunch of unnecessary threes. They're going to shoot a whole bunch of unnecessary threes, and that's what they did tonight. That's what they did tonight. They allowed the, the Hawks to stay close. They allowed the Hawks to stay close. And come fourth quarter, the Hawks made more plays. Did what they had to do and get the victory on the road. So um, we're going to examine the game tonight, man. We're going to go through the segments like we always do. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man's E-Dub. This is episode number 78, 78 of season 7. Uh, we've done 78 of these things, man. We still going, still rolling. Usually at this time, we're talking draft. <laughs> we're, I'm doing a podcast and I'm doing draft profiles. But the Atlanta Hawks are in the Eastern Conference Finals and they are up 1-0. <laughs> what a difference a, a year makes, you know? So um, let's get into it, man. Hawks get to the 116 to 113 and this game started out as a uh, I think Nate McMillan said it seemed like they were in the mud <laughs> in the beginning um, especially from the three-point range uh, first quarter both teams just kind of getting a feel for each other of course you know they they're both coming off seven game series so you know there's going to be a little bit of rust you know there's probably going to be some fatigue even though they had some time off but both of these teams played in two very critical um, series, you know, game sevens, you know, tough matchups. And I, I expected them to come out a little flat, um, <laughs> but they was flat. <laughs> they were flat, especially from three-point land, especially from three-point land. That first quarter, the Hawks were one of 10 and Milwaukee was two of 11. But the crazy thing is, man, like that's what they that's the kind of league that we live in now, man. Like they just shoot a bunch of threes. Like it's crazy. Like they just shoot a bunch of threes. Like they both shot pretty decent from the field. Uh Milwaukee shot 48%, the Hawks shot 44%. But um you know, I mean, they just weren't making their threes. They just weren't making their threes, but the Bucks were getting the um you know, they kind of had the upper hand in that first quarter by a little bit. You know, they only outscored them by three. And you actually could have, the, the quarter actually could have been a wash. But um, out the gate, you knew something was going to be special with Trey Young. Uh, 12 points out the gate, four, four rebounds, and two assists in that first quarter. Played the entire quarter. And uh, he looked sharp as a tack coming out there man sharp as a tack and uh you knew it was gonna be something special he just had that look in his eye you know uh he probably heard a lot about drew holiday and drew holiday is a great defender but listen no man is an island no man is an island and he wasn't getting much help (laughs) he wasn't getting much help defensively um I mean, the amount of pick and rolls that, you know, like, where's the big? Like, where's the big, you know, coming up to to, to press or to double or to, or, to, or to make, you know, the ball make a move. But that's neither here nor there, man. That, that's on Drew and, and, and you know, his teammates, you know. But uh, I thought Drew was kind of left out to dry in some of those plays, man, especially the one play, and I know you've seen it by now, uh, 
Trey Young does a crossover, gets a double pick by John Collins, and uh, has so much time, so much time to shoot a three. Uh, he has time to do a little shimmy. <laughs> he does a little shimmy and makes the three. And it was just like, it wasn't even disrespect because hey, you just going to let him shoot the three. If you're going to let him shoot the three, of course he's going to shimmy. Like he could have moonwalked. He could have sat down and checked his damn email. But, uh, yeah, knocked down the shot. And it was kind of embarrassing if you're a Milwaukee Bucks player uh, and, and even if you're a fan. But second quarter, Hawks kind of settle in. They both teams start to settle in a little bit. Um, Hawks go four of eight from three in that second quarter. Um, Trey's knocking down two. Kevin knocks down one. Gallo knocks down one. And, uh, you know, things are starting to even up a little bit. I didn't think the Hawks played that great of a defense in that first half, to be completely honest with you. Um the shooting percentages were kind of similarly close. Hawks shot 61%. Milwaukee shot 53%. But I just I didn't like the the, the, the feel and the tempo uh, that the Hawks were playing with defensively. I didn't, I didn't feel like they were aggressive enough. But nevertheless, you go into the half only down five. And I said to myself, all the Hawks got to do is stay close. All they got to do is stay close. Because I had a feeling that if they were to stay close come the fourth quarter, they were going to be able to make the plays to win the game. If you checked out my pod, I mean, the, uh, I didn't even make it a podcast. And I might I might um, go back and throw it on the podcast. Because right now it's just on our YouTube and it's on our um, it's on our Twitter and Periscope and all that stuff. But I might make it a YouTube because there was some good stuff in there. And we just previewed the series. We looked at some of the things. We looked at some of the matchups, some of the numbers, some of the metrics. But uh, one of the things I said, and I said this on, um, I was I did a hit on the sports on uh, the sports mob uh, sports roundtable with my guys HO and them, and I said, "Yo, here's the thing." I said in the fourth quarter, if you look at the playoffs in its totality, the Hawks have scored more points in the fourth quarter on average. They shoot a better percentage. They shoot a better percentage from three, and uh, this Hawks team. It's not scared. They don't blink in the fourth quarter. They don't look scared of the moment. And even though Milwaukee got past Brooklyn, they looked anything but comfortable in the fourth quarter. So knowing that, I I, I thought that if if the Hawks were to keep it close and it was going to come down to the fourth quarter, the Hawks would win. Like, I mean, and again, I'm not a, a, a traditional fan of the Hawks. But, like, I, I had no no doubt in my mind they were going to win this game. Like, it, it was like I felt so confident that the Hawks were going to win going into this fourth quarter and seeing how close it was because I just knew, like, if it's, if it's close, the Hawks are going to win. They're going to win. Like, the Hawks are a fourth quarter team. Now, it's crazy to say that now based on how the season started, but right now this Hawks team is a fourth quarter team. They're a fourth quarter team, guys. Like, I mean, that's just what it is, you know. So they're keeping it close in the first half, 59 to 54. At the half, Trey has 25 points and four assists. My only concern at the half was, are the other guys getting enough touches to um, 
to make this thing kind of spread out a little bit. You know, typically when stars go for like 50 or 60, it's not always a good thing. It's not always a good thing because you need uh, you need some other punches. You need some punches from somewhere else. But the third quarter was where the Hawks again. Nate is the king of the third quarter, man. I don't know what type of adjustments if he gets in them and says, listen, you guys need to do what you got to do defensively. But I thought they came out and they had uh, much better defensive energy, much better defensive energy. I don't, I don't even got to look at the stat sheet, and I know the numbers will back me up. I know the numbers will back me up. As a matter of fact, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Pull up the game book. Boom. Third quarter, the Milwaukee Bucks shot 34%. They were 9 of 26, and they were 22% from the three-point range. So Hawks shot a better percentage, uh, 33% from three, 53% from the field. They shot a better percentage. They shot a better percentage from three, and they outscored the Bucks 34 to 26. And like I said in the preview, and like I'm always going to say, the Bucks will always allow you to hang around. They will allow you to even get a lead because one thing the Bucks are going to do is they're going to shoot a ton of threes. They're going to shoot a ton of threes. So here's the thing. You're going into the fourth quarter now. You're up by three. You're up by three on the road against the Milwaukee Bucks going in the fourth quarter. Like you can't ask for a better scenario. You can't ask for a better scenario, man. Um, I thought up to this point you've done a great job on Brooke Lopez. He only has seven points and two boards. <laughs> I mean, Giannis has 22 and 10, but it's like, you know, their main guy that was eating was Drew Holiday, you know, 26 points up into the third quarter. But at this point, Trey has 37 and 8. Uh, I like the fact that those assists went up. Uh, he really started hitting John Collins on some of these plays. They, they did a, a beautiful play. Um, Trey went almost baseline, throws it off the glass, and John goes and dunks it. Quick story about that. I remember that play in Trey's, I think it was Trey's first game uh, as a pro. I think it was his first game as a pro in Atlanta. It was a preseason game in Georgia Tech, and I'll never forget it. He did it, and I asked John about the play after the game, and John was like, yo, Trey's the only one that got guts enough to throw it. And I knew it was good, you know. And I'm going to see if I can find that sound. If I can find it, I'm going to play it for you guys. But it was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they did it. And I'm like, yo, man, like they did that, like in a game. Like it was preseason, but I remember when they did it. But nevertheless, it, it was showtime, man. Trey was, Trey, was, Trey was out there having fun. He was out there having fun. And um, like I said, man, they, they, these guys don't blink. They're not scared of the moment. Trey's out there shimmying, they're throwing, <laughs> throwing lobs off the glass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they don't blink. <laughs> uh, Draymond Green, and, and I always like to hear what, what the players tweet about the, watching the playoffs. Because, listen, everybody's watching the playoffs. Everybody's watching the playoffs. Draymond Green, after the game, he said, the Hawks are unbothered. He said that is a great thing to have in a playoff. It's actually a thing. Yeah, Draymond, he knows a little bit about what winning basketball looks like. He knows what it looks like on both sides of the ball. So, back to the game. Hawks are up by three going into the fourth quarter. And I thought that 
come fourth quarter, I I, I thought that the Bucks had chances, but they just didn't make enough plays. They didn't, and and, and to be honest with you, I I think the Hawks probably could have won this by more because I don't like all the shots that they took in the fourth quarter. I thought Trey took some ill-advised shots. Uh, he was 0 for 4 from three. In the fourth quarter, I took. I don't like. I didn't like some of those threes he took, and he actually didn't even have that great of a fourth quarter from a shooting standpoint. He was one of seven. He was one of seven, zero for four from three. But I tell you what, he did do. He got to that line. <laughs> he got to that line for ten free throws and made nine of them. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Nine of ten from the field free throw line. And he had 11 points on the quarter, you know. He had 11. JC had seven. Clint had six. And uh, Gallo and, and, and Solo had buckets. And 28 points for the Hawks, 28 points for the Bucks, And that results in a three-point win for the Atlanta Hawks. And I'll tell you this, man. When it came to making the timely buckets, whenever whenever the, the, the crowd was about to try to get in it, the Hawks always had an answer. They always had an answer tonight, man. It, I mean, I, I can't explain it. It was just uh, w- when crunch time happened, the Hawks made more plays. And I told you that they were going to make more plays. I told you they were going to make more plays. I mean, I, 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 I had a feeling it was going to turn out that way. And it was just crazy the way it did. It turned out the way it did. But Hawks outscored the Bucks 62-54 to in that second half. And, of course, the main uh, the main cog in this story is the third quarter, man, where you outscored them 34-26, to you know. What are you going to do? And it's funny because I, I just put a Facebook post up. For those who follow me on Facebook, hit me up. Eddie, Eddie Powell, you can follow me on Facebook. Um, Trey finishes 48 points, 11 assists. And that's some type of, I mean, he, he goes into the record books again for like top five players forever, scoring 40 points and like double-digit assists somewhere up there again, just like another notch on the belt. And it's so funny because there's so many people that just think that, oh, folk, all, all folks got to do to stop Trey is X, Y, and Z. But let me tell you something. If it was so easy, then everybody would do it. If it was easy, then these NBA coaches who get paid millions of dollars and have been around the game of basketball for decades, they would do it. You just can't stop the boy. You can't stop the boy when he gets in his when he gets in his thing. You know, when he when he gets in his mode, you are not going to stop him. There's levels to this. There's different levels to this. Like when Kevin Durant is when he's going, you're not going to stop him. James Harden when he when he's healthy and he's going, Kyrie Irving when he's going, you're not going to stop those guys. Anthony Davis. Like there's certain guys that when they get going, you're just not going to stop them. Trades one of them dudes. Trades one of them dudes. Like officially. And I'm going to tell you this, I've, I've followed Trey from his very first press conference when he was drafted, when he was introduced to the media, I was there. I've seen just about every single game he's ever played, and I will tell you this, even I am surprised at some of the stuff he's doing in this playoffs. I had no idea. I had no idea. I knew it was good, but I did not know he would produce at the level he is producing. Got to tip your cap to the man. 
Got to tip your cat to the man. Hawks get dub 116-113. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to get into the good, bad, and the ugly. The Fab Five, player of the game, and takeaways from tonight's victory. You're listening to the Hawks Week Podcast, episode 78, season 7. It's your man's E-Dub. We went a little long in that segment, but it's all good, man. Y'all stick around. We're going we're gonna to be right back. All right. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. Are you dealing with pain? No, I'm not talking about the pain when your team loses a ball game. I'm talking about back pain, neck pain. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go see our guy, Dr. Rick, the chiropractor of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Whether you've been in an auto accident, you may be an expecting mother, suffering from migraines, any type of neck pain or back pain. Dr. Rick is here to help. Dr. Rick and the good folks over at Dow Family Wellness use the latest in computerized technology to diagnose your issues, and they have affordable cash plans. Here's what he's doing for our listeners. Consultation, exam, digital pics, computer scans, and an adjustment, all for $37. Yep, I said it first time visit, $37. So call our guy, Dr. Rick. 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Stop letting that pain fester. Call Dr. Rick at Dow Family Wellness. Tell him the Hawks Beat sent you and take the first step to living pain-free. to go bro we gotta get to the second half of the show we appreciate it we're not gonna ask you for no prediction because you already said that uh you you, you know you kind of gun shot right now you, you got hey. you kind of got that ben simmons mentality right now <laughs> good shot, bro yeah. but let me leave one more nugget with you guys with some of this uh some of the, uh, the metrics i was looking at okay during the fourth quarter the milwaukee bucks have shot 30 percent during the playoffs from three-point land 30 percent the Hawks have a better field goal percentage. They have a better three-point percentage, and they score more points during the fourth quarter in regard when you match them up against the Milwaukee Bucks. And so I'm saying the fourth quarter could be in play as a big issue as something you might want to look at in this series. So keep an eye on that fourth quarter play in that fourth quarter uh, for the Hawks and the Bucks. All right, let everybody know where they can Shout out to my guys on Sports Roundtable radio show. Check them out. <clears throat> SRT Radio. Just check them out wherever you can find them. Facebook, Twitter. Those are my guys, man. I go on with them probably about once a week uh, and talk some Hawks basketball. But they did exactly like I thought they were going to do. They shot more threes, and they didn't make as many of them. Hawks shot, I mean, the Bucks shot 36 threes tonight, which is right on brand for what they do. 
They shot 36 threes and they made eight of them <laughs> for 22 percent. The Hawks shot 32 threes, which is kind of what they do, and they made 25 of them, which is kind of kind of under what they're used to. But again, the Milwaukee Bucks are always going to either allow you to be in this game or they're never going to be in a position where they can kind of just coast and get easy buckets in the middle. I don't know why. I mean, that's that's their style of play. Um, just a, a few quick takeaways, man. Uh, I, first takeaway was, was the sound I played about their style of play. Uh, unless Bud makes some adjustments or they just hit more shots, it's going to be a tough series. It's going to be a tough series. Uh, the Hawks are going into game two even more unbothered and more relaxed than game one. Right, you already got you already you 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 play for the split. You play for the split. You've already got the split. So now you're already playing with house money. If you go up there and get two in Milwaukee, then you got to come down to State Farm. And let me tell you something: State Farm ain't no easy place to win. Yes, you can win in State Farm, but I'm telling you, this city has been waiting for these Hawks for a long time. I mean, and, it, and it, it needs to be said. It needs to be said about this Hawks team and, and, and one of the best Hawks teams ever. As far as accomplishments, what team has, has gotten further? Yes, the 60-win team got to the, the, the conference finals, but they got swept. You already won one game. You already got farther than the 60-win team. You know, I mean, and that's for a whole nother podcast, but you put this 60-win team up against this team, I don't know. That 60-win team was very good uh, uh, defensively. That's what made them move. They were very good defensively, but they didn't have nobody offensively like number 11. <laughs> that's that's just the pure, unadulterated truth. They didn't. They didn't. But that's for another podcast for another day. Let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you're new to the podcast, the good, bad, and ugly is uh, something that we do. And we just talk about the good, bad, and ugly. It's really self-explanatory. <laughs> don't really even need to explain the segment. I don't know why I do it. I just do. Anyway, let's get into it. The good for tonight. When you look at the good for uh, everything that happened. And, and the obvious thing is, of course, Trey Young going for 48 and 11. But uh, I'm going to go kind of the... I'm, I'm going to go 14 of 16. What am I talking about? The Atlanta Hawks made 14 of their 16 free throws. And I think a lot of times we don't think about the importance of free throws until you start to miss them. No, I'm not going to get a Ben Simmons joke or even a Giannis joke in there. But the Hawks made 14 of their 16 free throws. And to me, that is big. Especially when you win a game by, by three points, those free throws come uh, they come out of premium. They come out of premium. When you look at the end of the game, you're like, "Oh, damn!" You know, we we lost the game by three. Let me tell you. Let me let me tell you how this is a game of inches. The Bucks lost this game by three, right? Ask me how many free throws they missed. Three. They missed three. They were eleven of fourteen from free throw. They make three more free throws. This game's going into overtime. Who knows what happens? 
Good for me was the Hawks making their free throws at a clip of 87.5%. All right, now the bad. What was the bad? You know, it's, and it's hard to bring out the bad sometimes, even in a law, even in a victory. But and I'll just say this: I didn't, I didn't like the defensive intensity in that first half. I figured uh, they had to either get together or just mail this game in. <laughs> And they did. They got it together in that third quarter. I thought they really gathered themselves, stuck together, and showed some of that poise that Coach has been talking about, that anyone's been asking about. And I thought that they they fixed it. But that first quarter, I mean, that first half, uh, I think I, I was not a fan of their defensive uh, intensity. So, yeah, that's the bad. As far as the ugly, I'm going to go to Milwaukee on this one. I'm going to go to Milwaukee on this one. Uh we all saw the play about when, <laughs> when when Drew got crossed up and then had to fight through the double pick. Where is the other defender? Like, why are you not even in? The, why are you not even in the, the the frame? Like, how are you gonna leave your teammate out there like that? Are you playing that far off that you know you just gonna give trade a ball? Are you guys not switching? Are you guys? I mean, what what are we doing here? The guy was not even in the shot, the camera shot. You can't leave your teammate like that. And I know that's not even a Hawks, uh, you know, point of view or having to do with the Hawks. But, yo, man, like, your player just left you out there, Mr. Holiday. You're going to have to have a conversation with that man. And it's like the old folks say, you're going to have to go see that man. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Um... I, I typically do a Fab Five segment, and a lot of the Fab Five segments uh, during the playoffs have really tremendously just been with the starters because they've been logging all of the minutes. <laughs> because, you know, this segment is a lot more varied during the regular season. But I thought the five best players tonight were um, uh, Trey, Clint, John, Kevin, and Gallo, and I and I thought that Solo gave him some pretty decent minutes. I know Solo gets a lot of these jokes, and I'm here for the jokes, right? I'm never going to be the guy that's going to stop the jokes and say, "Hey guys, that's not funny." That ain't me. If y'all got these jokes, y'all let these jokes fly. Uh, Bogus obviously thugging it out. He's thugging it out, y'all. He's definitely not what 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 he was uh, a month or two back, but. Um, He's thugging it out, man. He's thugging it out. Played 27 minutes. Only gave you four points. So, um, I don't know what Nate continues to, what, what, what the plan is for that. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. That's up to, to them to figure that out. But, um, let's go with the 5-5 five five tonight, man. We're going to start with Kevin Herter. Uh, 13 points tonight. 5 of 12 shooting. Um, thought Kevin was pretty decent tonight, man. He played some. He had some good defensive stands uh, out there defensively. Even though I thought sometimes he's kind of overmatched. You know, when he gets switched up on the Middleton kid, I think I even saw him on Giannis at one point. <laughs> but Kevin's a fighter, man. Kevin's a fighter, and uh, yeah, I thought he was decent tonight. I thought John was very good. Twenty three and fifteen. Like you know, he deserves some some consideration for you know one of the Hawks' be- better players tonight. You know. Twenty three and fifteen on a regular night is very fantastic, but you know it's tough to get that spotlight when Trey goes for forty eight and eleven. But I will tell you this: the Atlanta Hawks need all forty eight of Tw- Trey- Trey's points, and they needed all twenty three of John's. <laughs> they needed all fifteen and like like 
Like, John and Clint were some demons on the board tonight, right? John had 15 rebounds. Clint had 19 boards. Um, Clint, also a member of the Fab Five tonight. Very efficient. Caught some lobs. 12 points, 19 rebounds. Almost another 20-rebound night. Those guys were just banging tonight. And I thought that that duo, that duo was better than, than Antetokounmpo and Brooke Lopez, you know. Antetokounmpo was decent. You know, he had 34-12. and 12, But as far as the duo was concerned, you held Brooke Lopez in check. He didn't really give you much. You know, he gave you, you know, what? Brooke gave you, what, seven points and two boards. Yeah, I mean, John and Clint were definitely the better duo tonight. They were definitely the better duo tonight. Um, I'm going to go Gallo off the bench. Gallo had nine points. Thought he had some good minutes. He had one. Oh, my gosh. He turned Paul Tucker around on some some turnaround, and it crossed over and like a little step back. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like a little, like a little James Harden-esque. But, yeah, uh, Gallo, nine points tonight off the bench. Thought he was decent. And, of course, Trey Young, 48 points, 11 assists. You know, what more can you say about Trigger Trey? You know, he got he got the thing done tonight. I think at one point, even uh, even LeBron tweeted something about uh, Trey, like stop it or something like that. I don't remember, I don't know what he said, but yeah, he tweeted he tweeted that as his uh, clutch sports uh, <laughs> teammate. So that was the good, the bad, and the ugly. And um, let's go ahead and jump into the player of the game. So if you're new to the podcast. Uh, again, welcome, welcome, welcome. One thing we really would love for you to do, since you're since you're still sticking around, uh, we would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. So go on Apple uh, Apple Podcast, give us a five star rating. Say, hey man, I really like the show. I really enjoyed the host, and I really liked all that. <laughs> we would greatly appreciate it. But one thing I always do is I ask the Hawks fans who follow me on Twitter at Hawksbeat. I say, who is the player of the game? And uh, let me go ahead and read some of your responses. My guy, DJ Yogi, said, I am DJ Yogi on Twitter. Uh, He said, Solo is my player of the game. And it was funny because he asked me before I even asked the question. (laughs) Shout out to my guy, Yogi, man. Big supporter. Been one of my guys for a while. Um, At KCorver19, he says, JC. At Alib Alib Derek, uh, he just has a has a uh, emoji of a ice cube. So <laughs> I guess that's his answer at DJ food and drink said. It's only one answer uh, hitting me with the icicles. You guys are very creative. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this user said JC with the big corner three um, true to Atlanta says definitely John Collins. Uh <clears throat> One of the another user says John the Baptist, and uh, oh, this guy's playing along, so whatever. But yeah, man, uh, thank you guys for uh, always checking us out on Twitter and responding. And last but definitely not least, my guy Dewan Goodwin says Trey. So, um, let me read, let me see, uh, let me read one more. Uh, at Mix Flip 2002 says, You already know it's Trey Young. Love from Augusta, Georgia. What's up, folks? What up to my Augusta peeps? Thanks for checking out the Hawksbeat podcast. We appreciate you guys. But um, that is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Fab Five and the player of the game. We'll be back in the next segment. Just to wrap things up, you're listening to the Hawksbeat podcast, episode 78 of season seven. It's your man's E-Dub. We'll be right back. 
This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. What's up, guys? It's your man Edub to once again tell you about Manscaped. Fellas, listen, it's about to be springtime in the city. Temperatures are rising. One thing you don't want sweat coming from your man bush below the belt. Let's keep it real. The good folks over at Manscaped are here for your springtime trim. Listen, they have the waterproof lawnmower 3.0. That's going to give you that smooth bush to tush cleanup that some of you are in desperately need of. Let's keep it real. Or maybe you just need the weed whacker, Manscaped state of the art nose and hair trimmer. They have so many products from toners to deodorant to specially designed boxers. Manscaped is doing something special for just my listeners. Go to manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT. Again, it's manscaped.com, use our promo code for HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped, you'll be glad you did. All right, folks, we are back. Last and final segment, just uh, tying up the loose ends here. Again, thank you guys for checking out the HAWKSBEAT podcast. Rocking with your man's E-Dub. Um, I appreciate the love. Uh, retweets and reshares are always appreciated as we try to grow our brand of covering Atlanta Hawks basketball. It has been a struggle this year. I'm not even going to lie to y'all, man. It's been a struggle this year because we haven't been given the coverage that we're normally uh, used to. And it, it's been on as seeing other outlets get that coverage. And uh, us kind of playing the role of a uh, good soldier <laughs> because we're we're not ESPN and we're not uh, Fox Sports, but we grind just as hard. We grind just as hard. And if anybody asks you about, you know, uh, independent media, you make sure to tell them about the Hawks beat grinding here at 1246 a.m. Banging out a podcast for uh, our listeners and our brand, because that's what we do. That's what we do, and uh, that's how we work. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we work like we got ESPN behind our letters because we, 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 we take pride in the Hawks Beat brand. So just know that. Just know that. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the calendar coming up. So uh, the next game will be on um, – let me see what it's – will be on Friday. Uh, again, it will be in Milwaukee, uh, 8.30 tip. And then the series will head to Atlanta. Uh, I'm pretty sure the game is already sold out. Um, I would love to be in the building, but because of COVID, there's, there's still a restriction on how much media they're allowed to have in, even though the arena is full. But that's for a whole another podcast in of itself. So <laughs> Hawks will be home on Sunday and Tuesday, and those are the next three games. And all the other, if necessary, games will be forthcoming uh, July 1st, July 3rd, July 5th. So if the series is prolonged past four games, which I believe it probably will, um, that's when those games will take place. Um, next up, uh, I, I think in game two, what do I expect in game two? I still think that the health of Bogdanovich is going to be uh, something to monitor uh, because he, I mean, he, he's 
He's he's thugging it out, man. He's not really that productive out there, you know. Um, but I think that having him out there is still of some value. So, I mean, does Nate keep throwing him out there, even if he's only getting four and six points? I don't know, you know. Uh, there's also some talk about Cam Reddish. I talk about that on a preview show, and I'm, I'm going to put that preview pod up on the podcast uh, page as well so you guys can hear that audio as well. Here are my thoughts on Cam Reddish and what I think about if he should play or not. And uh, I think that's about it, man. So as we uh, <laughs> as we put a bow on this uh, episode, I, I can't let this episode finish without spending a, a very happy, happy birthday to the woman that gave me life. <laughs> yes, uh, my mother, it is her birthday celebrating 77 years of God's blessing. So uh, peace and love to you, uh, mi madre, uh, much love and respect. And I hope that this year brings you plenty of joy sunshine and laughs and god has been truly grateful to you so uh like we said at the end of every podcast god is good all the time all the time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you l-o-b-e love we out peace When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.